Hello and welcome back to the West Hill Warrior Sportscast. Today we have wrestling coach Cole Chambers back in here, and thank you for sitting down with us. So again, we just have a couple questions for you about how the season's going. <clears throat> uh, so for starters, so uh, so far this season, how do you think the team is doing overall? Do you believe they have exceeded expectations, or maybe are getting there? Um, yeah, I feel that they're you know they're, we have a handful that are meeting expectations and beyond, and the others are growing as the season's been. Uh, you know, moving on, they're growing individually, getting to where they should be. Some of them are there, some of them are over that. But overall, I don't want to say we're all, you know, overly mm-hmm. um, ready and confident, but we're there where we need to be, and I think everybody as a whole, is, as a team, is doing very well. Yeah. Um, how has the conditioning been for your team so far and, like, since you guys are getting closer to sectionals? Um, you know, we've kind of picked it up on the conditioning during practices, We, you know, Moves we, everybody knows their moves they like. We just fine tune that, but we've been picking up the conditioning more. That way, if we have to go into six minutes, the third period, you know, we're not over exhausted, um, ready to rock and roll in overtime if we have to, or we give Mm -hmm. it the last little push at the end to overcome for points. So, um, county one of the bigger meets just happened recently, and uh, I went there and I saw a couple matches. I saw. Uh, Zach Reno, Luke Powers, they, they had good matches, Malachi. Um, how do you think overall county went for you guys as a team? I think it went well. You know, we had uh, – last year we only had five state pl- – or county placers this year. I think we had eight, eight or nine. You know, one county champ. I feel we should have had three county champs, but, you know, it's a part of the sport. You don't know what's going to happen until yeah. it happens. And, uh, you know, Luke Powers, our county champ, we had Malachi and – um, or no, Malachi was third. Zach Reno was second. You know, Dallas was second. A lot yeah. of those matches could have went the other way, um, but that's what we learned from. We don't really count them as a loss. We learn teach them, take them as a learning experience, and we get ready for conference and sectionals coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So, how have you guys been planning for like MEC sectionals and regionals since it's coming up soon? Um, team goes. We just we're still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. As coaches' aspect goes, you know, now we know brackets out for MEC. Kind of have an idea of how things might play out. We might, you know, individually we might start fa- uh, working with individual kids and say, hey, this is what you got to do to beat these guys. Or mm-hmm. you need to pick up your game or keep doing what you're doing, just get faster or maybe slow it down. It's just not too much preparation. Uh, we've already seen most of these guys already. And, uh, you know, we just – Perfect our craft, as we say in practice. It's mm-hmm. you need to be perfect at what you're doing, and don't worry about anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, how are the girls doing this season? Um, girls did awesome this season. Um, you know, all three, Jade included, qualified for semi-state. Um, Paisley was regional champion <clears throat> at our regional. Sophia, they had to face each other in the finals. There, Paisley won. Sophia took second. Semi-state, um, Paisley was in the final. She took second place at semi-state, and Sophia ended up third at semi-state. So it was really good going in a state with the draws. Um, they have they both had first round, not easy matches, but good enough matches. But they got mm-hmm. they did well, advanced on into placements, and uh, in the quarterfinals, unfortunately, Paisley and Sophia had to wrestle each other again. Paisley moved on to fifth. And Sophia ended up seventh place. But overall, they were the first girls of Westdale history to go to state and in wrestling. And also, the right now, the first ones to ever place at state. 
That's awesome. That's got to feel amazing as a father. I mean, and oh, as a father and a coach, like that's, I can't even imagine how you feel. Congratulations on that, by the way. That's, thank you. I, that just definitely is yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was it was cool to see him get there. And mm-hmm. I told him before the the day even started, like, listen, you gave you came this far as freshman. I don't care what happens after this. Yeah. Um, since the last time we talked to you, like, has practice changed at all, or like resting periods, or just like anything like that? Um, I've no. I mean, if anything changed with the intensity, we asked yeah. us coaches, and you've been there, we yeah. asked for more, a little more intensity in your training. You know, we shouldn't be doing anything in our normal stuff slow. We should be good and proficient and fast mm-hmm. at it. So it's just, you know, it's mid to late season of the, for us, and everybody's getting tired. They're getting sick of practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, everybody gets there. Coaches are like, oh, you go practice today. But we battle through it, and that's part of the mental aspect of wrestling is – you got to beat yourself before you beat your opponents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what, what, uh, midway through the season, what has been your favorite memory so far? Um, I mean, first off, I mean, the girls, you know, going mm-hmm. as far as they have. And uh, they came into this sport or into this season, only a few people knew who they really were. The local, you know, friends amongst the wrestling, but now they're, their name's on the board. Um, you know, we've had several wins as a team together. Um, just seeing the bond that everybody's created over the – most of these guys have been in it since they was elementary together. But mm-hmm. the bond, there's no drama that's – everybody's happy. Win or lose, everybody's in a good spirit and moving on, and we get better. And, yeah. I mean, just overall, I think the whole season is my favorite. But the girls definitely – their success has been my my top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what has been the hardest part this year about coaching? Um, the hardest part is, you know, we've kind of changed – not really changed up our style, but we're getting into that, trying new things. And the hardest part is just watching the athletes stuck with what they already do, mm-hmm. and they get beat by it when they could be doing something new, the newer stuff, and mm-hmm. maybe still get beat, but at least it's just trying to break habits. And even us coaches, we, we have habits of our own from the – well, I've been here eight years, and we have yeah. habits, but yeah. breaking – Breaking the mold and adventuring out to newer style, following the, what wrestling's progressing into as moves go, that's the hardest part, just getting everybody on the same page. Yeah. Um, so will there be more home meets next year? Um, next year, there's, uh, yes, we should have three or four. Because with wrestling, we're in rotating contracts with mm-hmm. other schools. So mm-hmm. um, we should have more next year. I know we have three, I think, with middle school this year. But, yeah, high school, we should have – I think three next year as okay. well. Um, what does the rest of the rest of the schedule look like for this year? Um, for high school, you know, tonight we have the Eastbrook home meet. Um, this coming Saturday, we have conference MEC. The following Saturday, we have uh, region or sectionals. Mm-hmm. And top four from each weight class move on to regionals. So hopefully, we get more guys in the regionals. We we've had guys in regionals every year for a while. Um, and then the week after that is semi-state. Hopefully, top four from regionals go to that. Hopefully, we're there and Fort Wayne with that. And then hopefully, top four we move to state. So yeah. the goal is to get people in the state. But realistically, we'd love to see at least one that's already is a returning semi-state qualifier, and hopefully have a couple more with him. Yeah, yeah, that would that'd be great. Um, um, so what was the longest meet this year? So far, the longest meet, yeah. Um, 
that's a toss-up. There's two. There, the boys had an ECIC at Jay County, that's, mm-hmm. and that's an individual tournament style. So we, we left the school at 6.30 in the morning. We didn't get home until back to the, the school until about 7.30 at night. Oh, wow. Was that, how was that, Cam? It, it was miserable. <laughs> well, the problem is with that tournament, if you lose two in a row, you're done for the day, but you have to stay with your whole team and watch them. Oh, and yeah. Them. <laughs> so you could be out, like, first two matches, and you just got to sit there and yeah. watch it. Well, yeah. it, was, it was terrible because my placement match, my knee just yeah. popped, and I couldn't do anything for the rest of the, the day, really. Yeah, and then, and for, I mean, good thing for us, we had several guys in placement rounds, but for everybody that was out, it's a long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we had a... One of the girls meets, it started at 9, was supposed to start at 9, didn't start till 10.30. They started, then they had to stop because of malfunctions, and we didn't start wrestling again till 11. And we got back home at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. So, you know, 12, 14, 16-hour days, but overall it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Did you go to that girls' one? Yeah, I did. It, it, was, so it, was, yeah. it was long, too. <laughs> um, how Do you think, like, the team will, like – change or like get like more excited once Devin's back into wrestling like when he can wrestle again yeah I think so. I I feel so like they will um Evan Devin doesn't really you know he's more of the quiet guy that everybody knows but he has fun at practice but when it's go time he's real quiet and you know to himself but uh him coming back on the roster starting tonight it's going to be mm-hmm. huge and <laughs> just excitement you know and I'm not yeah. really worried about the wins or losses with him it's just that's just one extra guy that everybody gets to cheer on, and then he's a captain, our only senior this year. So it's a huge night, senior night for Devin. He's he's been texting everyone, telling him to come and support. <laughs> I'm gonna be there now. I'm I'm really happy for Devin. Yeah. He's been waiting for this all year, and he's finally able to wrestle, and then he's gonna be able to compete at county, and then uh, oh, county really happened. Oh, I meant I meant uh, conference yep. MEC. So I'm really excited for him. I hope he has. I hope he has a good rest mm-hmm. of the year. So do I. His match tonight, the guy's pretty good. We watched him at one of the tournaments we was at. But, you know, we're not afraid of him. Devin's ready for him. Mm, and he's dropped so much weight, too. So he's, like, a lower weight class. I'm excited to see what he does. Yeah, um, 30 pounds lighter from last year. Yeah, that's crazy. So. Um, so have you added anyone to the coaching staff this season? And if so, how has he or she uh, impacted the wrestlers? Yeah, so we actually added um, a guy this year – it's kind of late in the season. We it, it just took a while for the process. But Colton Abbott, he was a wrestler for Westdale. Um, I think he graduated five years ago, yeah. something like that. But uh, he, you know, he's four time regional qualifier. Should have went to semi state multiple times, in my opinion, because I helped co- on the coaching staff when he wrestled. And but he he brings a lot of knowledge. Especially with the lighter weight guys and know how to move. All of us coaches are heavier guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we all wrestled heavier, heavier weights in high school, and it's nice to have that that um, mix in there with the light coat, lightweight coach. And he's still lightweight. Yeah. yeah. Chad, I, our other coach, Chad Clock, he was lightweight in high school. He's not lightweight anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I saw him at um at, at county. That's why that's why I asked because yeah. he he looked like he looked new. So it's it's you, Chad Whirling, and now this guy Colton, yeah, Colton, yeah. That that's a good mixture too, like heavier and then the light. So the, so the lighter guys get more attention, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and then we, you know, us heavier coaches that wrestled heavier in high school, we know, we know how to tell people how to do things, but it's mm-hmm. one thing to show them. But with Colton, he can, he's a really good teacher. Is doing it, he can talk to you, the kids and 
get along great, but yet once he gets in there and actually does the move with the kids, he can really take it. That, yeah. that helps a lot. Um, what was it like, like the emotions and stuff when the girls made it to state? Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty just same expression, same emotion all the time. Uh, I was super excited, and it probably doesn't show. Um, but I know for the girls, it was intense. Their, their placement round, knowing that they made it without even being in the placement round yet, they was excited. They was mm-hmm. over the top, you know, and there was some happy tears shed for them. And yeah, but and then the, the parents that were there, it was just an uproar. You thought it was this the state finals number <laughs> first second place match the way it was happening, you know, and that that's what we all all of us coaches were the same way. It's like. I don't care what you do, how you place a semi-state. You made it to state. Mm-hmm. That's superb. Yeah. So, so they're in the same weight class. Yeah. So they, so they, every tournament they've gone to, have they had to wrestle each other? Um, not every tournament. Um, just semi-state. No regionals and state, and then one other tournament they had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the girls not being fully sanctioned, they're able to do that. Now next year, when if it becomes sanctioned, they'll have to pick a weight class and they. One's a varsity, one's a JV. So okay. they're already on. Yeah, I already have it in their minds of think where you want to go next year with weight. You have a whole year to work on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I asked uh, the basketball coach a uh, similar question. So you have a job outside of this, obviously a family or a dad. Yeah. Um, are you always in coach mode, or do you know like when to turn it off, uh, when to turn it on? Uh, at home, uh, I mean, at work, I'm in work mode. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of. I work on a lot of. Um, wrestling researching mm-hmm. for opponents we're coming up on or seeding, getting everything right for that. At home, it's all dad mode and husband mode. It's, and now unless I am have downtime, then I'll pull up my laptop and start researching yeah, yeah. tournaments and what, where we're going or who we're facing. But in wrestling, especially with having a daughter in there, it's coach mode. There is no dad mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. And it took her and I some years to figure that out, but now she's we know what's happening, where we're supposed to be, and what we're supposed yeah. to be doing. But. So you know, like when to turn it off, when it's when yeah. it's appropriate, and all that. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I didn't know because the the question that he gave us was, you know, you never turn it off. So I wondered. Right. I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's different sports, different coaches, but I just thought that's a really interesting question, just to see like in the mind of a coach a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, you're always, especially in season, you're always in the back of your head, always thinking. Like I'll sit there at work and do my job all day long, but there's still thinking of wrestling and coaching, mm-hmm. right? What yeah. we need to work on. Or, and I'll text our other coaches throughout the day, too, with ideas or yeah. suggestions. And I mean, I even, you know, I've texted my daughter before. I know I don't text the other team members, but since she's my daughter, I was like, hey, what do you think about this or that? And get input from her. So it's always in mode. But yeah, yeah. I turn it off yeah, I got when you. I need to. Um, what do you think separates our team here at Westville from other teams in the district? Um. I think the the bond, you know, everybody in our district, or in our, it's just our county, or even our conference, it's, there's a lot of good wrestlers, and there's some new wrestlers that aren't so good, but what I've noticed at all these tournaments and meets is this team, Westdale seems to have more of a bond with individ- each other, as like I've always said, like a family, and I don't care... If you lost the whole t- a whole day, but you got one guy in placement, the whole team's lined up by the mat if they're allowed to, mm-hmm. just rooting it on. Yeah. Some of these other teams, you see them, they they don't even some of them don't even watch their own teammates wrestle. Yeah, 
I, we just had a, a girls' basketball podcast with two of the players, and they said something similar to that. And like that's just like how much I love Westell because it's such a small school. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody. The the families cheering cheering for the team. You got parents cheering cheering for their friends, uh, their their friends' kids, and then they're cheering for their kids. Yeah. Everybody's just cheering for everybody. It's a, it's a good great environment, and that's why I love Westell's environment because yeah. it's so it's good attitudes. You know, in uh, in the sports that I've been in, you're preaching. You know, don't don't get you know don't get upset. Keep your head on. Beat them on the mat. Beat them on the the field. Yeah. And uh, I just love it. I don't know. It's I was, I'm sad. It's my last year because this is just such a great environment to be around, especially when it comes sports time. Yeah. That I'm definitely gonna miss. Oh, um. So what do you what trait do you have as a coach that you believe every coach should have um in any sport? Uh, I mean having having fun. Yeah. You know, I mean it's every one of them guys out there on our, on our team. It's I always mess around with them jo- jokingly, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's I'm hard on them when I need to be, but it's all uplifting. It's never de- downgrading and screaming and yeah. pointing and calling somebody out if there's an issue i don't if one kid has a problem in practice but i'm punishing the whole team i don't call that one person out i just say hey, yeah. somebody on the team yeah. has done this let's fix it yep but it's, it's you have to have fun you have to make practices fun and i've learned that from the elementary kids when i first started coaching was if they're not having fun they're not going to stay with you and here we are this team we got now everybody has started in elementary and is still here oh yeah that's oh. great and well this next question i um there's another. You had two McConaughey winners, right? It was Malachi and Zach, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I forgot to add Malachi into that. Yeah. So. But like, we know we have a county winner, Luke, and then mm-hmm. two McConaughey winners, Zach and Malachi. What do you think? Like, how does that put them above their competition? You think? Um, it's experience. You know, on the mat, knowing how to deal with nerves, knowing how to. It's body placement with wrestling. You don't just. You know, I kind of. I used to play basketball and back in elementary and stuff. You got to learn how to dribble. And if you dribble well, you don't have to even think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, your shots are the same way. Now with wrestling, we're not dribbling a ball down the court. We're not worried about a, a three-point or free throw. We're worried. There's 20 moves you got to know to be, you know, or more, but to where your body don't even think about it. You just react to it. And that's yeah. where the, the long-term experience, the consistency, the off-season practicing – even when other sports are in, they're still coming in and getting a little extra. Mm-hmm. That's that's what separates a lot of these guys that are placing in the top. Um, we should have had more in that first and second range, but we didn't. And it's and it, nothing against bad wrestling. It was just the experience level. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so the girls have been killing it this season. Um, how, what do you believe is putting them on this level? Three, three of the girls being semi-state qualifiers, two going to state, and those two being freshmen. Just and with their whole high school careers ahead of them, you know, sophomore, junior, senior, and then being good at this point, really the sky's the limit. So, what do you think is putting them on this level above, you know, the other, the other competition or the other people in the district? So, saying it's going back to the same things with the boys. It's it's the the long term aspect of it they uh, paisley started when she was in second grade wrestling and Sevilla, i think started in third grade maybe and you know they've barely even off season practicing elementary all the way up to now they've barely missed any practices Mm -hmm. they're in there 
you know, they have their days. Everybody has their days where they might, one might not work as hard as the other, but they're in there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in that wrestling room getting better. Um, off-season tournaments, you know, both them girls, Paisley and Sophia, have been on national, Indiana national teams traveling across the country. We've been to a bunch of USA tournaments and placing in the top four with Paisley multiple places. And it, it's just that you get to be good at what you do, you got to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't – if you don't pick up a guitar and learn how to play it first day. Yeah. It takes practice and time. And that's where Paisley and Sevier are at is they started at a young age and they never quit doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not even taking a year off. Right. So. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think that's yeah, all we have. That's going to do yeah. it. Um, so, again, thank you for sitting down with us. Well, and we wish you the best me. of luck on the season. And then tonight, uh, wish you the best of luck tonight. Um, you can find the West of Warrior Cast anywhere you find your podcast. The Westo Warrior Sports Podcast is a production of Westo Warrior Cast, recorded in the podcast center located in room C10 of Westo Middle High School, nestled in the rural surroundings of Gaston, Indiana. You can listen to all podcasts produced by Westo Warrior Cast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find your podcast. If you'd like to contact us, please email us at westowarriorcast at gmail. You can also find Westo Warrior Cast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks for listening. Thank you.